0: good afternoon good evening or good night depending on where you are watching this or listening to this Uh, my name is austin also known as lance sensei on the internet and uh, welcome to the photographer's guide so i am uh joining you live well not live but i'm recording this from my car because well that's the only time i have so if you hear things like the blinker going on, the indicator light going on in the background, please forgive me, but uh, I want to get this out while I have thoughts in my head. Um, the reason I want to do this while I'm in the car, the reason why I do a lot of these while I'm driving in my car is one, because I have a one hour commute to my job each day, so in total two hours, one hour there, one hour back, which compared to some of my coworkers is not so bad. but. For me personally I would like to be able to bicycle to my job and be done with it so yes Um, and I I think it's a waste of time I can't really be very productive when I'm just driving in my car now that being said I do get a lot of podcasts and I got a lot of listening and audiobooks so it's not all bad but I know that if I was at home I could be much more productive I could work out I could do many more things. So, uh, that's just why I'm joining you from my car. So today I wanted to go and I wanted to go into detail about my experience in the coronavirus lockdown and how I came out on top. Well, more on top than before. So, um, as some of you know, the coronavirus hit Japan about February. Uh, we were starting to hear, we were starting to hear um, different reports here and there in February about people in China getting sick, and it's going to be a bad virus and worse than the influenza. And we didn't really get hit until the cruise ship hit the Tokyo Bay. Uh, the cruise ship um, filled with seven hundred infected passengers which slowly um, at the very beginning the Japanese government didn't really have an idea of what to do so some of the people got off some of the people stayed on um, and from there the virus spread hard so from February to May we have been on nationwide quarantine so a three-month quarantine so that meant all non-essential businesses, just like the United States, pretty much shut down. Most most businesses shut down, um, including restaurants and most other things. Uh, Things like convenience stores were left open because people needed to send mail and get things done like that. But other than that, most businesses had shut down or were on a very, very limited uh, open time. So, what happened to me during the quarantine? Well, I am an ALT. My first career is a teacher, an assistant language teacher here in Japan. And I am lucky enough to be employed straight with the Board of Education, straight with the city, which means that I am a city employee, I'm a government employee, and I have all the benefits that come with that. Many other ALTs who work for something called a dispatch company, <coughs> excuse me, ha- ended up losing their jobs. And because they broke a contract, they got because they lost their job, they technically broke their contract, or their contract is broken, mean, meaning that they lost money during that time. Plus, they weren't allowed to leave the country for three months. So, luckily, the Japanese government saw this ahead of time and made some rules and exchanges for them to be able to work wherever they want which hopefully will continue because it was refreshing to see it was refreshing to see new faces in the Seven Eleven that weren't Japanese and it was it was refreshing to see that people were more accepting of foreigners there still is a fair bit of um racism here in Japan I wouldn't say it's outright you know we're going to drag you down the street tied by your ankles to our truck yelling racial slurs and hang you hang you by a tree and lynch you kind of thing but it definitely it um, depends on depending on where you are the more rural areas of Japan there definitely is a more uh, racially motivated I want to say vibe so it was it was refreshing to see but for me, I was employed. Now, I wasn't going to school because schools were closed down for three months. The way that it worked is that the board of education met at, met at the board of education at the uh, city hall where they usually meet, and those members they were they were on a skeleton crew. The skeleton crew was there, and then everyone else was working for mobile, from home, at mobily. Then the teachers were working on the skeleton crew as well. Well, there was maybe two teachers in the whole school each day, two different teachers each day. So they could, if something happened and a student ran to the school, they were there. Um, if there was a giant earthquake, schools are safe houses. So most schools are safe houses. So they they need at least one person there to um, open the school if. In such an event and for me the ALTs the foreigners the teachers that aren't the main part of the school uh, some of the Japanese assistant teachers were just sent home no pay uh, sent home and some of the ALTs um, all of the ALTs were brought were brought together on our skeleton crew uh, to create worksheets and prepare for the next year and that that lasted for about a month, and then uh, we were sent home when it got worse to work from home mobily. So, I was lucky enough to be employed and not lose my uh, paychecks, unlike most people. And I was I was given the rare opportunity to stay at home for, well, all day, all day, every day and uh, do my work from, sc- do my work from home. Now, schoolwork, making worksheets and making flashcards and doing video lessons doesn't take all day. So I had, pr- I had a lot of the day to myself. So I decided to take the opportunity and instead of looking at the, instead of looking at the quarantine as a bad thing. I tried to look at it as a good thing, as a, as a break that the world was trying to give us a kind of slap in the face to say, Hey, settle down, you humans. So what did I do? Well, I know that the peak performers in the world, the top, you know, half percent, the, the, the tip of the arrow, the, the top performers, the number one in, in the fields, they're, You know, the top in Microsoft, the top, the top performers in football and baseball and anything. I know that they practice three or four different things. And so it was my, it was my goal to practice those three or four things and to become a better version of myself. So the first one is practicing mindset. I already have a meditation practice, um, that I try and do 10 to 20 minutes of meditation a day. I usually do it at night because I end up falling asleep in the morning. Um, And I usually end up being a little more awake at at night um, after bath time and I put my my daughter to sleep and everything is finished. Um, I can usually go out on the veranda and zone out, meditate for about 20 minutes or more. Uh, my longest is an hour um, of meditation without any breaks, although that's very rare nowadays. So that's working on mindset, and another thing that the top performers do is working on uh, optimism, part of the mindset. So trying to trying to be optimistic about everything. So. Um, Thinking that everything is going to work out. Being, being stubbornly optimistic, I think is a good way to put it. And the way I did that is every time I had a bad thought, I tried to think of the opposite of that. The positive of that. And I, I tried to, I tried to stay positive about the COVID, the Corona lockdown and how it's good for the environment and People are growing spiritually, mentally, physically, from from this, and hopefully the world will be better because of it. So, that was my mindset. The second was the second thing that uh, the top performers work on is their body. That's easy enough to do. I got a jump rope, I got some Olympic rings, and I worked in my farm fields all day every day. When I wasn't working on school stuff, I was working out or working in the field, which is high-intensity labor. So that kind of worked out for the best. And another thing that the top performers work on is their skills. And this is where my network really came into play. So anyone who listens to podcasts, about self-help, has probably heard about Jordan Harbinger. Well, Jordan Harbinger uh, has a course called the Six Minute Networking Course, and I I am a uh, subscribing member of the Six Minute Networking Course, and I've I've been um, I've been talking with my network, so. That will come into play here in a little bit. But first, um, I should talk about my actual skills, the the, keeping my skill set sharp. What I did is, one of the ALTs before the lockdown had just gotten an an iMac Pro, uh, 2020 iMac Pro. Top of the line, super good, obviously a computer. And he didn't need his old computer, and I need one to do some editing on the girl. Um, I don't have the funds at the moment to be able to buy a computer, and so having a hand-me-down worked out well. So when I got this computer, on the computer were, was the Adobe Suite an old expired expired version of Adobe Suite. I can't connect to the internet, I can't do anything, so it re- it's really helpful to be able to, to really work on my skills. So, over the three-month period on that computer, I drilled myself on the Adobe Suite. I'm now fairly proficient at Photoshop and Illustrator, as well as Premiere Pro. If you were to watch any of my YouTube videos in the past two months, You might notice a difference in quality Um, and that is because, well that's because I'm working on Premiere Pro. Usually I work on Lightworks and that's a lovely program but I wanted to get with the industry standard and see what it was about and get the experience under my belt. So now I know, so three months of working hard on that, I am proficient to a basic degree on Adobe, um, on three Adobe programs. That's building my skills. And on my on my main computer, I also have uh, Corel and Lightworks, which I'm very proficient at as well. Um, although Corel is new, Corel Paint Shop Pro uh, 2020, um, that's new, so I'm still learning that as well. So all of that goes to me learning new skills, which is, of course, important. And that's part of what the uh, top performers do. They keep their skills tight. So while I was getting my... While I was trying to become the best version of myself, I decided that it was time to reach out. Now, I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. If you haven't listened to his podcast, I would really highly recommend it. I think that he's very insightful, a little bit energetic um, sometimes, and a little bit um, crass. I would say if you're not used to it, kind of, he can kind of, you uh, can kind of seem to go against the grain, to push you, to pet you the wrong way, to kind of make your bristles stand up on on end. But. He's a really nice guy from what I've seen of him, what I've heard of him, and I, he has some sage advice. And one thing I was listening to a month before the quarantine was becoming, this is a term coined by him, becoming the mayor of what you want to be on the internet. Now what what that means, becoming the mayor, becoming the governor, what that means is he was talking with a with a teenager, I believe, about wanting to become some kind of rapper, some kind of artist. I'm not sure. He said I, it might have been business, but either way, he was talking with this person and said, "Look, if you want to if you want to get your name out there, you want to get known. Here's what you do: you get on Instagram." or Insta as he calls it. You got an, you get on Insta, you get on any of the platforms. You search the hashtags that you want to be known for. So for mine was product photography and the city I live in. So, I searched those and local businesses, mom and shop pops. And he he said, "All right, you you find all those and you just go through and like every single photo you can and comment on every single thing you can." So, for two whole months, for two whole months, I followed his advice. I took the hashtag for the city I live in, the hashtag for product photography, for photos, for photographers, for the different kinds of products I enjoy taking pictures of, and I blanketed every single person with it. I even, there is a local Nazi. Like literal Nazi. He's a Japanese Nazi. He hates all foreigners. He's part of the communists uh party. The the guys who drive around in black vans and play old um the old Japanese anthem and say foreigners get out. I even I even contacted him, liked every single thing on his page. I went I did this for about a month or two. I'm I can't honestly remember. And every time there was, a, there was there was an entry on Instagram or Twitter that really really caught my attention, I would be sure to to put a heart, to put a like, to do a thumbs up, and also to comment. "Hey, man, nice photo. I like your photo. Ine, of course, in Japanese, because I live in Japan. For two months, for about about two months, I did this. I blanketed my community. And then for the last, for, the, for one more month, what I did is I created a script. I took a script and I took, it's probably three or four paragraphs, and it, it's something to the tune of this is a horrible time. I know businesses are really suffering and because you're suffering, I want to help you. I will give you my photography, my photography services for free. I'll come in and take photos for free for you. I don't care what it is, you could be you could be asking me to take pictures of, I, you know, naughty things, sex toys for all I know, and it would be okay. I would say, okay, you know, anything. Even if it's not in my wheelhouse, I don't care. I'll, I'll take pictures of it. I, I told them, I put it in the script. I will take pictures of anything you want for free. Just tell me when and where. Now I did this for a good month, over over a period of time for a whole month, and I had two scripts, two scripts ready. My initial contact, which it was three, was about two three paragraphs, and I blanketed close to a hundred of the hundred of the mom and pop stores in my town. Now, why did I do mom and pop stores? Because you've got to start small and you've got to say yes to everything right off the bat. And then when you get known, you can get more picky. So I, I blanketed my community, and out of 100 people, can you guess how many people responded to me? I, I did this in perfect Japanese. I had my wife, who's Japanese, check it. I had everyone look at it and say, this is good. Out of 100 people, 100, I had about 5 respondents say, "Hey, I really want you to come and take pictures for me. This is a hard time. I'm losing a lot of money. I'm not doing well. And you're just doing it for free? Heck yeah. Come take pictures for me." And when I got that response, then I sent off my other, then I sent off my other script. The script is, "Hey, thanks for contacting me. I'd love to I'd love to still come in and, I'd love to come in and take pictures for for your business for free. Can you tell me what date and what time would work best for you? I'm open anytime. And I sent that out to the top five, to the five people who got back to me. How many people, how many people do you think got back to me after that? I just, go ahead and if you have a comment section in that you're listening to, this on um oh, if you can write right how many people do you think got back to me out of the five. So I boiled it down from a hundred all the way to five, and from five, I boiled it down to the answer is two. Two people, two businesses, contacted me and said, Hey, I like what you're doing, let's do this. And you know what? These are the two. The two businesses that have helped me to come out on top. <coughs> so the first business is a local is a local restaurants um, restaurant guide. They contact me and say, hey man, yeah. Um, well we can't we can't meet because of the quarantine, but here's what here's the plan and when I get everything ready, I will send out your information on my Instagram. I want you to go to restaurants and take pictures for me. Boom. All right. That's that. I'll take pictures for free for this guy because I took, because that's the deal I put out during the coronavirus epidemic. Now, when I go to all the restaurants, I'll have my business cards, which I have to make. Professional business cards to hand out to everyone, and that's when I can be. That's when I can start. When I can start saying, "Hey, if you need pictures, you've got my card now. Give me a call. I'll help you out, but it won't be for free." And that's when I'll start making money. Another, another business that I just uh, that I I'm just so happy that I made the contact with is a local entrepreneur. He has a a gentleman with a consulting firm um, selling international products. He saw he saw my message and right away contacted me back because he needs people to write in English. So boom, there we go. My language ability in English comes in handy, and my language ability in Japanese will come in handy too because I have to translate. So there we go. I can I can work on that he he contacts me and says hey let's meet and let's let's get this done let's let's discuss it and this guy has five different companies five or six different companies under his own name his management and because of him because of him my network of professional photographers my network of mentors my network of just the whole community around me has slowly gone up and has gotten to a higher level than it's ever been. In fact, you know, next week, next week I have actually this month I have a meeting with a professional photographer and I have no, I'm with two professional photographers. One professional photographer just that's his job and another one is the CEO of a of a national actually international brand who loves to take photos, and for he's the one who takes all the photos for his brand. Boom, look at that. So, I took the chance on 100 people, and two out of 100, two out of 100 came back. And out of those two, I'm getting so much more than I've ever, ever bargained for. This uh, this is how I came up out on top. I haven't earned any money yet from my from the from what I put out during the Corona lockdown here in Japan, which is finally over. Uh, but we're still on restrictions. But we can actually go to work. But because of my actions, taking care of myself, taking care of my physical, mental and my skills, sharpening those three things, as well as my language. I should mention that I really, really buckled down on my uh, language uh, setting as well. I was able to really focus, and because I was able to really focus, I was able to make these contacts, and I can see that these people are going to be the stepping stone into my second career as a photographer. I haven't made it yet, don't get me wrong. I'm still still doing my main job, but I'm also pursuing my dream. I'm pursuing what makes me excited. I'm not pursuing my passion, no. I'm pursuing what makes me excited, What what gives me that spark. And that excitement, that passion, that spark, that's what will help me to become, that's what will help me to guide me to become the best photographer, if this pans out to be a photographer, job that I can be. And I think that's an important thing, you know, I've heard this several times over different Podcast, and I might, and I'm gonna paraphrase and I might get it wrong, so don't quote me on this per se. But you shouldn't follow your passions, passions wane, passions come and go. Follow what excites you, what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. And if you can, if you can, if you can couple that with your why, the reason. The why that you get out of bed, the, why that, the reason that you go to work, if you can couple your excitement with your why, your, your meaning of life, the purpose that you're here for, I, I honestly think you'd be unstoppable. I know that right now I am on the cusp of, of something big happening in my life. I don't know exactly what's gonna happen, where the future leads me, and it never—you never know. I could, I could lose everything, or I could, or I could be sent down the track where I, where I lose my job, or go part time as a teacher, and go full time as a photographer, or I could get some other kind of twist and turn put in, put in front of me on the on the map of my life, and you know what, you just gotta learn to take the, take the twists and take the turns when you can. So to sum everything up, what I did during my Corona lockdown, a few different steps that I think you can take in your own life. So here's what I did. Here's, my, here's, here's the things that I focused on that helped me and that might help you as well. I focused on one, getting healthy. If you're not healthy, if you can't get out of bed in the morning because you're too fat, well, you're not gonna be able to get out and follow your passions, are you? Follow your excitement, follow your nose to adventure. So get healthy. The next was develop my mindset. Be mindful. Get get yourself into the meditation into a meditation practice. You know there are hundreds of apps. You don't you don't even need an app. You just follow your breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and that's all it is. And watch your thoughts come and go, and note your thoughts, but don't get sucked into. It don't get sucked into them and then develop your skills if you don't know what your skills are that's fine if you don't know what your passion is what's your what's your excitement what makes you excited that's fine you know I think I think uh, some of the most interesting people I've ever met are people in their late 30s late 40s who don't know what they want to do yet so they're trying everything and you know if you don't know what you want to do If you're young and you're listening to this And you want to be a photographer yeah, Kudos on ya you. you know get, a, get an earlier start than I did And who knows You might be the next Chase Jarvis or Ansel Adams Or Zacharias Or Kai Wong You might be the next Famous famous person Just follow, your, follow What excites you you have no excuses at all. So, so yeah, um, if you if you want to develop your skills, there's a great website that I can uh, there's a great website that I can uh, point to you to right now. It's it's something that I think uh, everyone should know. Ready? If you if you don't have a pen and paper, get a pen and paper because this is a website that will save your life. I'll write two of them. I'll, I'll tell you two of them. So the first one, ready? G O O G L E. This website literally has everything links to whatever you would ever want to find. G O O G L E. Just go there and type in what you want to find, and you will be taken to hundreds, thousands, maybe even billions of web pages. have exactly what you're looking for and then another another one a completely free website ready it's y-o-u-t-u-b-e this is this is a great place to find tutorials and other things that you know you might you might uh, find helpful I know that when I was first getting into photography I'm completely self taught everything that I learned I learned from that website and from the other website that I just told you and from friends who know kind of what they're doing so those two websites if you want to get your skills together and become one of the top performers well get your physical get your mental and use those two websites to get your technical skills on par And then, once you have all of that, the next part is simple. Find what you want to do and go after it with a relentless attitude. Be optimistic and do things that people wouldn't expect. And be willing to work hard I emailed one hundred companies, but my work didn't stop there. To this day, I still go through the, the hashtags every week. I go through the week's worth of hashtags and I just like and comment on every single thing I can find. To keep my name in the in the heads of everyone around. So they so I can be, as Gary V says, the mayor, the governor, the president of that hashtag. And that folks is how I came out on top of the corona pandemic lockdown. And I'm still even now with the two with the two people that have contacted me and stayed in contact, I I am seeing a turnaround on all of my time the ROI the return on interest and if you're scared look. I know that talking about it it seems like a super scary idea and I was scared too I was hesitant to put out my first I was hesitant to put out my first email but you know what you put out an email what's the worst that can happen someone will Delete your email. They'll block you. And you won't have to deal with that person. Good, let them go. They weren't worth your time anyways. Find the ones that are worth your time. And build those relationships. So I hope that this helps you to understand how I came out better than I was when I first, than before the corona lockdown. And I hope that this helps you. If it did, I would really appreciate a a thumbs up. And if you know someone who wants to be a photographer, who wants to be a creator, who wants to do anything, share this with them. Because I think this is applicable to a lot of different things. I think that you can use these principles in any discipline to make yourself better and to be the governor, the mayor, the president of whatever you want to be and create your own path on life. So again, if you like this, please give it a thumbs up. If you, if you have any questions or comments, if there's a comment section where you're listening, write it there. I'll try and find it. Or... You can always, inst- you can always uh, direct message me or contact me online. Just look up Lance Sensei, L-A-N-T-Z-S-E-N-S-E-I, or look up Productions.wordPress.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And uh, I will talk to you next time, hopefully not from my car. Have a great day. Bye everyone!